This is Ringler Radio, where you get all the latest news and information about the structured settlement industry from the experts in the know. Ringler Associates, the undisputed leader in structured settlements for more than 30 years and the only broker you need. Ringler Radio is made possible in part by the life markets that issue structured settlement annuities, including Aviva, Genworth Financial, The Hartford, Mass Mutual, MetLife, Liberty Life, American General, and Pacific Life and Annuity. Now, join Ringler Radio host Larry Cohen. Welcome to Ringler Radio. I'm Larry Cohen from Ringler Associates, New England Operations, and we're certainly glad you could join us again today. Remember, you can find all the Ringler Radio shows on our website at ringlerassociates.com or on the website of the Legal Talk Network at legaltalknetwork.com. Well, our show is coming to you today from Seattle, Washington at the annual ATLA convention, and we've been having a great time. Uh, as you know, here at ATLA, thousands of trial attorneys are all gathered together. And I know there's a joke in there somewhere, but uh, they're all here. And uh, we, in Seattle, Washington, which is really a gem of a city, and uh, for those of us who haven't been here before, it's a real eye-opener how, how beautiful this city is. Well, co-hosting the, the program with me today is our chairman of Ringler Associates, Dennis English, who happens to be down in South Carolina and on the phone with us. And uh, Dennis, it's a pleasure to have you with us again. Well, thank you, Larry. I appreciate that. I'm sorry I can't be with you. Uh, some pressing business here, but uh, you you have sounds like you have better weather than we have down here. We just got a little hot and muggy, but that's okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll tolerate it. You'll so. tolerate it down there. Uh, listen, we're going to get right to our discussion today because we have a very formidable guest. Attorney Doug Sheff from the Sheff Law Firm in Boston, Massachusetts, and of course that's my hometown, so uh, I'm, I'm awfully happy to have Doug here. Doug is a well-known plaintiff attorney in the personal injury arena. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's interesting we're here at ATLA. His father was one of the founding members of ATLA years ago. I'm sure Doug will give us a little insight on that. Doug's past president of the Massachusetts Academy of Trial Attorneys uh, and is a leader in ATLA. He served as chair of ATLA's Council of Presidents. Uh, he's passionate about the future of trial lawyers in America, and uh, we're happy to have him here. Welcome, Doug. Well, thank you so much. Uh, it's good to be with you again. Well, great. <laughs> uh, you know, Dennis, a lot of the uh, attorneys have uh, a lot of uh, challenges out there. We've been hearing about them here at ATLA for, for days now. And uh, why don't you uh, talk? start talking with Doug a little bit about some of those challenges, because I think he's got some things to say. Doug, what do you feel that tops the list of difficulties of plaintiff attorneys in the next, uh, say, five years or so? Well, I think um, I think the public misconception, um, the uh, the opponents of of the civil justice system, um, have uh, really made an effort over not just the past few years, but the past few decades, um, and have essentially fooled the public into thinking that what we do here at ATLA and what trial lawyers do every day for people is somehow not a positive thing. Um, these are the folks that uh, are uh, captains of industry trying to edge out um, the individuals who have uh, serious problems, who need access, uh, who need a key to the courthouse door, and to eliminate them from the process. We have to take back... Um, the uh, public uh, heart and uh, make that uh, a priority in the next few years. Well, that's interesting. You know, one of the things that I've often uh, seen, 
especially recently, is that whenever politicians and lawyers get together in a room, the big elephant in that room seems to be tort reform. That's the thing that hovers around the, the, the area. The, the politicians, many of them on one side looking for tort reform, lawyers trying to say let's have a, a different vision of tort reform, and, and Atlas big into this whole routine. Where is it leading? Where is it leading, Doug? Well, that, that that fight has has been ongoing also sure. for many years, and uh, it, it's been more stressful and more pressing recently because votes are getting closer. Um, but I think that the pendulum is starting to, to, to swing in the opposite direction. I mean, um, we are now in this organization uh, becoming much stronger and much more focused and, and developing alliances and strategies that have never been experienced by our members. I'm excited, and I don't think we're going to see the kind of tort reform that was ed, uh, uh, that was uh, put out there and anticipated as a done deal by the other side. Very excited about it and what's going on in the organization right now from a political point of view and a, a public relations point of view. That's what we have focused on over the last year. Very good. Speaking of politics, uh, you know, the political environment lately has, has been pretty negative as far as trial attorneys let go. Uh, in the last presidential election, George W. Bush referenced trial attorneys in his well-known soundbite during one of the debates with John Kerry uh, on the subject of tort reform. Uh, let's listen to that clip for a second. Medical liability issues are a problem, a significant problem. He's been in the United States Senate for 20 years, and he hadn't addressed it. We passed it out of the House of Representatives. Guess where it's stuck? It's stuck in the Senate because the trial lawyers won't act on it. And he's put a trial lawyer on the ticket. Interestingly, interestingly, he's put a trial attorney on the ticket. Uh, Doug, how do you, ref- how do you uh, reflect on well, that? Well, let me just think for a second. Um, what was his favorability rating when he made that statement? Probably about <laughs> double what it is now. And, um, you know... Um, I think that it's no surprise. Um, this is um, a president who favors big business over individual rights and people's access to the civil justice system, and he stands for um, corporate rights over individual rights. He doesn't care um, whether uh, he wants. Sure, he wants a, 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 a medical reform and, and, and tort reform and caps, and and and, and doesn't realize. Um, the kind of impact that would have on American families and on individuals and deserving individuals. So there's no surprise to that. I think people are starting to um, understand um, and to sort of pierce through that veil. Um, And people are starting to understand that it's unfair and he'll say and do anything to protect his big corporate friends and to prevent people like you and I from getting justice when we need it. Tell us what you really think, Doug. <laughs> and, and I think the numbers uh, that the public, not the, the public's, the reflection of that realization is is sort of um, baked into these horrible numbers that he's putting up. You know, in, in the 30s, it's it's uh, it's a, it, this makes a very exciting time. See, these things are connected. I mean, this makes an exciting time with respect to tort reform because we're going to take back many seats in the House and the Senate. That's the projection. We, people who um, um, associate their congressman or senator with Bush. You know, those seats that are in, in, in question, there's a huge advantage now for the Democrats as we go forward into November. It's exciting. I don't think you'll be hearing those kind of comments made. And by the way, uh, Bush has no uh, philosophical uh, position. I don't think he's even knowledgeable about, you know, what a medical malpractice case is all about. I think that he um, 
realizes and has been told by his handlers that it is uh, it is plaintiffs' trial lawyers who contribute to the Democratic Party uh, by and large, and to and to some of the candidates who stand for individual justice. And that that's what it is. It's a it's a soundbite handed to him by his handlers. And I um, don't think you're going to hear that uh, resonate as it may have in the past. Doug, you know, you mentioned public relations. Uh, you know, stock uh, settlement brokers and trial attorneys are you know two couple of professions that we're fighting to save our reputations. They don't quite understand uh, how we work for the plaintiffs and 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 all sides to to control the litigation and so forth. Uh, I understand Atlas has proposed a name change. And uh, maybe that's a kind of a PR approach. Uh, you're considering a, a thing called consumer advocates for justice in, instead of the ATLA. Is that is that passed or is that is that pending? It's actually um, th- there's been a bunch of names thrown around. I believe that the name is is going to be voted on uh, this week is um, American Association for Justice, and that those are uh, that that's a um, a, a new name uh, that's being proposed. Um, and I'm in favor of it. I'm in favor of it for, for, for a few reasons. Um, it, it is a – because the other side has spent 20 years attaching a negative connotation to the words trial attorneys, even though – and by the way, I'm proud to be a trial lawyer. And all of my friends here are proud to be trial attorneys, whether they're for or against the name change. Uh, but if, if, if that's getting in the way, if I want to get my message across in talking to the public or a legislator – and I introduce myself as a trial lawyer, and they get stuck or from a, a trial lawyer organization instead of an organization with a wonderful word like justice in it, um, I don't want them distracted by that. I think the other side has done a very good job, a very effective job over the past several years, I think we, we can agree on this, at, at demonizing um, us as trial lawyers. And I think it's a, it's a wonderful uh, step uh, to taking this pendulum that has been, and we are all guilty of it. All of us in Atla have allowed this pendulum to swing wildly in the wrong direction. What a wonderful idea to change the name and to affirmatively push that pendulum uh, in, 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 in a different direction, push it into the right direction. And I think that that's one way of symbol. If we all allow this name change to be a positive thing, it will be a positive thing. Well, you know, it's interesting. Uh, oftentimes when people and groups change names, uh, Good things happen, and sometimes consequences unintended also happen. What What is ATLA doing, let's say, other than the name change, to uh, to take away some of the connotation, the negative spin that the election really brought out on from the other side? Uh, I, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll answer that, but let me just start by saying that this isn't the first time ATLA changed its name. The, uh, the name before ATLA was NACA. Let me try and get this right now. National Associations of, Cla- of, of Claimants' Attorneys. Uh, back when really the profession was all about workers' compensation, uh, before some of the wonderful pioneers in our field went off and developed and made inroads at product liability and medical malpractice and all these things we take for granted. Now, that name change spawned a, an era unparalleled in tort work, in, 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 in trial work. Um, so it, it, that, that name change actually had a positive effect, and there were actually other names before that. So it can it, it can have an effect that you allow it to have for your organization. It doesn't have to be um, anything to be ashamed of. I'm not running away from being who I am. I introduce myself proudly as a trial lawyer, but because I know that the public and, and certain 
um, folks in the legislature um, are more um, likely to side with us on issues if we're called one name versus the other, then I, I don't mind calling myself that name. And I, I, I think that in addition to just changing the name, that's just one very small piece about what ATLA has, has done. ATLA has an entire, um, um, it, just an entire um, uh, aspect of it that it never had before. It is working uh, diligently to um, get the word out there uh, as to what we do and what what, what and, and and how we can respond to some of the negative press. You know, the other side has all the resources in the world. They're all big business, insurance companies. It, 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 it's, it's essentially you feel like you're a lone wolf sometimes when you're fighting against these huge and powerful interests. And what ATLA is 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 trying to do is to um, respond to um, inappropriate mis. Uh, 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 misconceptions that have been spawned by the other side. When they uh, get an article in the newspaper, we're sure to respond to it. So there is a whole uh, public relations element uh, towards getting the truth out there that ATLA has devoted itself to. There are uh, There's a whole new organization um, of personnel in ATLA directed towards these ends, and it's a very, very positive, um, positive and new effort that I think the members are starting to take to and appreciate. There's a whole new energy, you know, in the building in Washington. There's a whole new um, kind of a, a positive feeling and, a, and, and an increase in positive morale in not just the, 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 the members, but the staff. And they're the ones who drive this every day and, and, and who are have so much responsibility keeping, keeping us all um, uh, from um, the negative effects of what I would just say are lies being thrown out there by the other side. So I, I'm just very excited. The name change is the tip of the iceberg. This is, uh, this is something that's um, uh, been worked on now for the past year or two, and it is, a, um, it is a total package of public relation and in education as well. ATLA realizes that it's taken 20 years. You know, go back to the Manhattan Institute and all the stuff that they would throw at us. It's taken that long for us to allow that pendulum to swing in the wrong direction. It's going to take some time to swing back, and we're working on it. It won't take as, as long as it took to get into the problems, I, I hope. But what, what they're also doing is they're serving, and they're serving their members by um, emphasizing education. Now, I'm a trustee of the NCA, the National College of Advocacy, which is a part of ATLA, and it's, 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 it's an entity that is devoted to superior legal education around the country. And we have a real emphasis now on a series of programs devoted to what we call OJB, Overcoming Juror Bias. We, got, and we want to talk about Overcoming Juror Bias in, in the next segment because that, that deserves its standalone sure. uh, Area because it's very very interesting and uh, but Dennis in the meantime you were going to talk I know about uh, some other uh, issues around trial attorneys and and product well, safety I was, issues. I was as Doug was talking I uh, I was I was reflecting on the, all the social changes that have been made by uh, by trial attorneys in recent years um, product liability safety changes uh, large cases of uh, shepherd against uh, major corporations. Things like the asbestos, the tobacco, Firestone tires, and MedMel, all that kind of thing. Uh, is that what you're trying to get America to hear about? Is that is that what your intent is by this? this it's not a spin, but it's it's 
it's it's a change in direction, so to speak. Those are some of the you've you've touched upon some of the major points. That's right. I mean, look at all the good we've done for society, and and to be able to get that word out. Um, it's it's a very difficult thing to do when you to to go toe to toe against uh, such massive and influential entities as 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 these big companies. But but when we are able to get um, our message out, those are the things we want to emphasize. Well, you know, one of the biggest issues in, in terms of trying to get the message out is who has the stage, who has the microphone, and the microphone you know, and the stage is critical. And uh, I'm talking about the election. In other words. Depending on who's in power, that 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 message either gets heard or it doesn't get heard quite as well. So, what do you give me your your uh, take on what's happening in November? Well, I think that it, it, well, the funny thing is that this uh, this guy you played the clip, you know, George Bush, um, at one point used that stage to try to you know malign our our whole profession. Um, now. Anything that's associated with George Bush gets a negative, uh, a negative response from the public. It's almost, um, I don't know, I think it would be evidence that tort reform is a bad thing simply because our president is in favor of it. That's how badly he's thought of these days. Um, I think in November, because of the lowest numbers in history um, um, coming out of uh, fa- the favorability numbers for Bush, because they're so low, uh, I think you're going to see uh, politicians running away from him. And I've heard it stated from several people whom I respect a great deal in the political arena that this election is for the Democrats is going to be, this is about a national election. This is about Iraq. This is about, uh, this is a referendum on Bush. And, 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 and really the, uh, the Republican candidates trying to come forward and say, no, no, this is a local election. We have local issues. I have nothing. And getting distance away from Bush. Um, I, I can tell you that um, I don't think it's going to work for them. I think that people are going to remember they're not foolish, and they're going to remember um, that, 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 that the folks that we have, we're, that we're challenging on our side to try and gain back uh, uh, Senate and House seats um, were, um, you know, were, were joined at the hip with George Bush, supported all of these um, uh, initiatives and, 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 and programs and, and, and strategies that were just wrong for the country. And I think we're going to have a heck of a bounce. I'm, very, I'm looking forward to November, and I, and I can't wait till, to, to see the results. You know, we had, a, uh, we had an interview on, on Ringler Radio with uh, Congressman Charles Rangel from, uh, from the Bronx. Right. And uh, he... Uh, he said something very interesting. He said, in, in, in a few months, he said, you might be calling me Chairman Rangel because, yeah. he, you know, if they win, he'll be the uh, chairman of the House Ways and Means yeah, Committee. That'll be, that'll be terrific. That'll that, be something. And that'll, that, that'll really change, I think, the, uh, the, really the image and the scope of what you guys are trying to do. Well, you, you know, you know wh- when you're in power, you said everything. You said who chairs things. You said who's on the schedule. Every word is, is, is really control. And, and, and the other side has omitted us from the process in the past several years in a way that I don't I, I, listen I have many Democrat I have many Republican friends there are Republican trial lawyers there's nothing this isn't a a party issue okay this is an issue of access and and inclusive uh, uh, inclusivity and in fairness and um, I, I, I just uh, I, I think we're going to do very well well let's take a sh- short break and uh, come back in about a minute talk again with one of the best trial lawyers in America who's got some frank and interesting comments uh, on a lot of different issues. And uh, one minute, we'll be back. Bye-bye. 
This is Ringler Radio, Internet radio from Ringler Associates. Quite simply, the undisputed leader in structured settlements for more than 30 years. Since 1975, Ringler Associates has provided the finest structured settlement services to injured parties and their attorneys. Experience counts. Over 130,000 cases structured. This is Ringler Radio, Internet radio from Ringler Associates, placing more than $18 billion in structures over the past 30 years and one of the few companies that truly enjoys the trust of all parties in the settlement process. Ringler Radio is produced by broadcast professionals at the Legal Talk Network. We invite you to listen to our other shows on the Legal Talk Network and become a member. It's free at www.legaltalknetwork.com. Did you know you can download Ringler Radio to your iPod? Just go to iTunes and subscribe to the Legal Talk Network. It's free. Ringler Associates, the only broker you need. Listen to all the Ringler Radio shows. Just go to ringlerassociates.com and click on Ringler Radio and choose a topic. Ringler Radio is made possible in part by the life markets that issue structured settlement annuities, including Aviva, Genworth Financial, The Hartford, Mass Mutual, MetLife, Liberty Life, American General, and Pacific Life and Annuity. Well, welcome back to Ringler Radio. I'm Larry Cohen, and we've been spending the last uh, few minutes talking about the future of trial attorneys in America. My co-host is Ringler Chairman Dennis English down in South Carolina. And uh, Yeah, Dennis, uh, we've had a great discussion so far, don't you think? Absolutely. Uh, Doug has been very enlightening to uh, the direction of that loan. Well, we have a remarkable guest here with us today. Uh, you know, it's not often we have someone as candid and, uh, and informed as uh, Doug Sheff, who's uh, from Boston, and of course, you, you can expect that from people from Boston, I guess, and uh, we're happy to have you here, Doug. You know, uh, we're here at the Atla Convention in Seattle, and uh, we're talking a lot about getting information out to people. You talk, We're talking about name change of the organization, and really we're talking about education, educating the public about uh, what their rights are and what lawyers are all about and what, what this fight is all about, but... You know, juror. They, there's such a thing called juror bias out there. Jurors, you know, jurors get get picked, serve on these uh, trials. They sit there and they've been they're inculcated with images and processes and 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 comments that they've heard, uh, and it and it really affects how they think about cases. Uh, what are you folks doing to educate uh, the public to overcome this juror bias? Tell us about that. Well, I I think that's a very astute point. Um, we've been talking so far about the. You know the, the the effect on the public, or even those who vote on you know what laws we have in this country. Um, it is a wholly different issue, although they overlap. To think about how this how this bad information uh, filters down into the jury pool and what one can do about it. Now, as you know, from state to state, there are different rules about how, you know how you can speak to. Um, jurors before a trial begins. It's called voir dire, and you get to screen out the jurors that seem to have this bias. Now, in places like Massachusetts, where I'm from, we get very little, if any, voir dire. So, depending on what state you're from, but everywhere, the lawyers are concerned about how is this misinformation going to filter down into my jury and make people um, 
feel negatively about my case, which should be a good one. And um, ATLA has an entity uh, called the NCA, the National College of Advocacy. I'm privileged to be a, a trustee of that uh, group. And we put on education all over the country, um, quality education, using the best trial lawyers in the world. And we have developed, a over the years, a just a, a fantastic uh, series of programs, colleges, uh, seminars, and so forth, um, revolving around the issue of, as we call it, OJB, overcoming juror bias. We are not going to get rid of this problem in a day or a week or a month. We have to live with it now while we fight in the public and in the, uh, on the Hill. We have to also fight in our courtrooms. And in order to do that, these techniques, these um, uh, programs that uh, ATLA members and even non-members should get involved so that they can go to these programs, these are the tools with which you can inoculate your jury against misinformation. Um, they, uh, there, there is also a, a, just a, a wide use of um, new techniques, trial techniques, and even before the trial, the use of focus groups, for example. We're borrowing some of the, um, some of the ways of learning information that, that some of the big companies have used, but we do it in a way that, that, that stresses fairness and um, the elimination of inappropriate juror bias. And it's very exciting stuff. People uh, who are um, new lawyers all the way up to the, the, you know, the, the most experienced stalwart um, really should get involved in the OJB programs that ATLA has to offer. Well, you know, it's amazing when you, uh, when you talk to companies about how they do their uh, research to see about introducing a new product, for example, and they have focus groups like you're talking about for the jurors. The misconceptions the public has about just simple things like products they eat. And, you know, when you think about something as esoteric about positions of, of, of the legal the legal field, it's uh, it's amazing that uh, that education process hasn't really been started a long time ago. It's really, I'm glad you guys are doing it because it's, uh, it's needed. It's really necessary out there. Dennis, uh, what else do you think Doug needs to talk about here to really inform our audience about what's going well, on? Well, I, you know, it, that's up to Doug. I think that, you know, what, what we're here to do here is, is give the opportunity to uh, people like Doug Chef to to tell us what they're working on, what their what their missions are, uh, if they need you know help from other people and so forth. Uh, we're we're here, and that's what, that's what the intent of Ringler Radio is all about. No question, Doug. What uh, what other hot buttons would you say you are on your plate that uh, that need attention? Well, uh, you know, I, I'm uh, I'm I'm. I see um, a, a positive trend um, taking place in this organization also. If you go back a few years, uh, you, you wouldn't know that we would have so, many, so much of an impact on industry through um, the vehicle of uh, class action and mass tort. And this, is, uh, this to me represents a coming together of, of, of lawyers um, and, and working together you, we're, we're, the classic uh, uh, background of, of, of most of my friends is it's one case, one client, one everything, and one result, and, 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 and that was fine. But to be able to um, have an effect on so many people through these uh, drug product liability, for example, the Vioxx cases, what a wonderful thing uh, to stop thousands of people from getting hurt or killed by having uh, using the civil justice system. Um, I, I love cases... Where we're only we're not only helping our 
clients, but in, in helping thousands of other people beyond our clients. That's my uh, most um, uh, exciting uh, moment. Those have been the best moments of my career uh, when you can when you can um, be proactive and stop a an ongoing danger. And we've been doing more and more of that with class actions and mass tort cases. And um, I, I just think that that's what we can be so proud of, that, that, that we're, we're doing our best work as trial lawyers when we're helping people who we don't represent as well as those who we do. Well, you know, helping people uh, is your watchword you just mentioned. And, you know, we in the structured settlement field feel that that's, that's really our mission as well. We When we put together these uh, tax-free annuity programs for a lot of these folks that really – have problems managing that money when they receive it. Uh, you, know, you can fight like heck for somebody to get a, get an award and get a, get a settlement, and then the, when the person dissipates the money right away, it's a very it's a sad thing. So, uh, give, give us your thoughts on how structured settlements really help well, the long term. Well, I, I'm a big fan of of them in many circumstances, especially since uh, a lot of my practice focuses on traumatic brain injury cases. Now, how can you expect someone that you've uh, been with for years and, and, and know full well through medical records and through uh, actual experience um, and discussion with experts can't possibly manage even some of the simpler tasks involved in managing money? How can you expect them to um, uh, be responsible with that money? Um, how can you uh, protect a child uh, from 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 a uh, you know dissipating a, a, a decent settlement or or, or or amount of money? You you need you need that uh, top. You need that vehicle, and that's an important vehicle. And 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 people should know that it's not so simple, and that it really does matter who you use, and that it really does. Uh, you do do want to have the kind of professionals that can make you understand all the ins and outs, the tax ramifications. It's not a simple area, um, so uh, I'm I'm a big fan. I well, I'm I'm glad thing. I'm glad to hear that, and I'm sure I'm sure Dennis is too. You know, we've uh, we all feel that uh, you know we're a team when we're when we're working on a on a case at mediation. You know, a broker might come in from uh, from the defense side, from the plaintiff side. There may be multiple brokers, but bottom line is ultimately we're working for the client. We're working for the claimant who's going to be receiving those funds, whether it's through the recommendation of special needs trusts, if those people you know, are on Medicaid issues, but, or, or just to preserve some of that, uh, that income. It's very important for us to work together. I think that what people have to know is that if they're in a mediation and somebody raises a structured settlement and they haven't been thinking about that yet, it's, it's kind of too late. And that, and that if they really want to be successful in their cases, then they need to get in touch with folks like you well ahead of time. And, and, I, and, and in fact, you, you mentioned special needs. The special needs of the client should be discussed ahead of time. So we know what kind of there – are, there are, as, as you can educate me, there's 50 different ways of setting these things up. And, and um, there are occasions when um, it, 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 it should be uh, mandatory to have them. And, I, and, and so I think, though, that – uh, plaintiffs' lawyers listening to this need to know that if they're going to, if that's a a question for them, that this this case might result in a structure that they need to start early on, before the case, before settlement negotiations, before a trial is imminent, to to have some discussion and see what it is, what what kind of package that they would uh, want to put together for their clients. 
Well, Doug, since you and I work about a block away, I'm going to uh, come and visit you and educate you a little bit. All right. Well, we want to thank you very much, Doug Sheff, for being on Ringo Thanks, Radio Doug. today. You've been a great guest. Well, thank you very much, and I enjoy it I, as I have in the past. Well, if someone wants to reach you or talk to you or get in touch with you, how would they do? What's the best way to reach you? Um, you call the White House. You ask George Bush. <laughs> uh, no. Um, I'm at the, I'm, my office is called the Sheff Law Offices. Uh, we are at 10 Tremont Street in Boston, and the phone number is 617-227-7000. And my Internet site is www.cheflaw.com. Terrific. And Dennis English, it's been great having you on the show Thanks, with us today. Thanks, Doug. Thank and, you very much. And uh, listen, anyone who wants to talk to a Ringler broker, you know the website, ringlerassociates.com. You can also listen to the Ringler Radio shows on that site, all the older uh, you know, ones that are, have been done in the past. They're all there for you for you to, uh, to listen to. So that's going to do it for this edition of Ringler Radio. Uh, I'm Larry Cohen. I'm here in Seattle. I'm going to go out and get on a boat and have fun on the water. So go out and have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Ringler Radio. Ringler Associates, experience counts. Since 1975, Ringler Associates has provided the finest structured settlement services to injured parties and their attorneys. Ringler Radio is made possible in part by the life markets that issue structured settlement annuities, including Aviva, Genworth Financial, The Hartford, Mass Mutual, MetLife, Liberty Life, American General, and Pacific Life and Annuity.